Hello there, and I am so thrilled to have you join us. For those of you who I have not yet met in person, I'm Amber Griffiths, maker of Legends, and it's that time again. Grab your Legend pack, crank that speaker to 11, welcome to Legend. And most specifically today, this is the Legend to Legend interview series, which is a series of conversations that explores the dreams and visions of individuals who know that their message, their story, and their movement is destined to create something greater than themselves. And with me today, oh my goodness, my cup runneth over. I have the one, the only Pat Miller joining us. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm bringing a pro into my space and it's just a little unnerving and really exciting. And I just can't wait for you all to hear his speak. Pat, welcome and thank you for coming to play. I am super psyched to be here, Amber. Always love talking with you. And I love the message, right? Let's make big things come true. I'm super, super stoked. I love it. I I think part of why I wanted you to come and play here is because you, in the last three years, are one of those people that I have seen and witnessed part of. Um, like you've been doing it, and I just have been recently come on to the scene and been able to watch it, is you're creating bigger things. Now, I have to ask you about the idea collective. I know you have so many other things going on, but knowing that the idea collective, which I'm a part of, um, was kind of born out of COVID, born out of the pandemic. Was that, was that, was the idea collective even on your radar before that? And how did that start? It was March 18th of 2020. I came in the door and my wife, Abby, looked at me. And you know when your spouse looks at you in that way as if something happened, you better sit down to have a conversation? Like that, <laughs> we have a problem look? Well, I sat down and she was really shook up because on the news, the NBA had just canceled their basketball season and Tom Hanks just announced that he had uh, COVID. So at that point, every man and woman in America knew something was going on. My wife was freaking out. Schools started to cancel. And as we reflect upon it, all of our business support systems shut down. We were terrified. We didn't know what was going on. So, you know, as a broadcaster who had been on the air forever, part of a broadcaster's DNA is when the tornado's coming, you don't go to the basement, you run to the studio. Because it is in your DNA to serve the public at all times. It's part of who you are. It's almost like an oath that you take to be a radio broadcaster because you have to be there during blizzards and tornadoes and natural disasters and emergencies. Um, that's just what you do. So the very next day after I have this conversation with my wife, Abby, I went on Zoom and I made up, completely invented, asked no one for permission. <laughs> I made up a show called Small Business Rally Point. And this one-hour program which I invited my entire network to, the entire mission was, we don't know what's going to happen. We need to stick together. And if we tell each other what we see and we stay positive, we're going to get through this. End of agenda. So I hosted a Zoom call every day for 90 days. And at the end of those every 90 days. Day? Every day? Every weekday for 90 days. Oh yeah. my goodness. And we talked about the um, PPP. We interviewed hospital leaders. We interviewed the director of the SBA in Wisconsin. We basically traded information about what's going on because every other support system closed. Right. So at the end of 90 days, the Idea Collective was born. Someone said, hey, you created a community here. I had to look it up what that meant. 
I define <laughs> mighty networks. I had no idea. So that's maybe a longer story than you bargained for, but that's how it happened. And I think the important part, if someone wants to make an impact, is you don't need to ask anybody for permission. When you follow your gut, the good stuff is in your gut. And no one's going to give you the permission to change the world. You've got to go do it and follow your instincts. Oh my goodness. This is part of why I adore you. <laughs> I just realized that I'm like, it, you're just, you're speaking to my soul. You're speaking to my soul. Nobody's going to pave that path. No one, it's already there. Mm -hmm. We just get to go claim it. We just get to go decide how we're going to walk on it. If we're going to sprint, if we're going to take a breath and like, we just have to go say, yeah, this is mine. Let's go do it together. Let's, let's truly like arms and hearts and souls and do this. So I think it's just, it's honestly, Pat, it's such a legend move to be like, Hey, by the way, nobody knows anything. So let's get on a call and just not know anything together. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that level of community, legends are not made on their own. That's not how it works. And so to be able to develop a community because of the need of community, I think that's magnificent. And it's gorgeous. And I, think, I appreciate <laughs> that. And thank you for that. And I think it's important that we talk about community for a quick second, because the community word is almost as misunderstood as the word brand. Community yes is just used, I think, incorrectly left and right, upside and down, because a community is not an audience. Just because you have a big following on a platform doesn't mean you have a community. Just because a bunch of people all use the same product doesn't mean they're a community. A community and an audience differ when a lot of people want to hear your latest podcast, that's an audience. When all of your audience members want to talk to one another, even if you're not in the room, that's a community and it's incredibly hard to build. But if you are fortunate enough to make it happen, sky's the limit. Absolutely. I think there's too many. I think you're right. Community. Um, it's, it's like the new authentic stop using that word. I don't think you mean, mm -hmm. you know what it means. Like you're not using it. It doesn't mean what you think it means. There's the quote. It doesn't mean what you think it means. So just take a deep breath. You have a group of people, mm -hmm. you have a network and it's different from, um, you know, I think I shared with you when I came out to the retreat in Wisconsin last last November, it took me about an hour and I went, okay, yep, these are my people. Hmm. Not once, as much as I was a new kid on the block, not once did I feel like a new kid. Because these, this group of people wasn't just a group of people. It was a community. And so it's welcome in, pull up a chair, tell us about yourself. How do we, how do we help? Which is just, it's a new level of, of, of doing life, let alone business. So I think it's just, I think it's just fabulous. I have to ask you about your radio background a little bit because, and I think it's interesting that you have this, it's like the Hippocratic Oath for, for radio personalities where you, you are the one giving the, you know, you are the source of the information. The radio business seems to be, and I have very, very limited experience, not having any personal experience at all. I have friends who are DJs and radio personalities. And they tend to spend a lot of their time alone. They have one or two people that, you know, if they've got a producer or somebody that's helping them with, with the board. But really, it's them in this booth talking to the vast, whoever is picking up these waves. So it's also a really powerful way to get your voice out there, though. How, I mean, and then you you have the radio and then you have the podcast where sometimes you'll have a guest come on. And then you have an exponentially larger audience, but it still is it might be a conversation between two people. It might be a conversation between 2 million. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So the potential is there. But as you are talking about creating this community and being, you know, this collaborative resource, how does that compare? How does that even, how do you align that with this radio personality of I'm, I'm going to, I'm very solo. And maybe you didn't find it to be a solo thing. Well, there's a lot there. I think let's start with the radio side. You could talk to two people or two million. It doesn't matter because you're only talking ever to one person. I know in an instant, if I see someone on social media, if they've got broadcasting background, because if they have a broadcasting background, they'll say, hey, how are you today? You know, I want to tell you about the thing. When you see someone come on and say, hey, everyone, hey, everyone that's tuning in. Thank you, all you people. Hi, guys. You know <laughs> that they don't have experience of being a broadcaster because a broadcaster is an exclusively one-to-one -one medium and podcasting is even more intimate than broadcasting. One, because the audience is probably way more niched than a broadcast, but I believe there's some aesthetics to it because when you do a podcast, a lot of the consumption is done with headphones. And I believe there is a physical barrier kind of thing that when I talk into my microphone and I know that I'm right inside their ear, that's different than coming out of a car speaker, coming out of an Alexa. It's just different. So- right. I believe that the broadcasting is always looking out for one person and it really unlocks a lot of social media too. When you know who your avatar is or your ideal client and you only create for them, you'll stay on target and you'll be a lot more personable and people will feel it right away. So that's the broadcasting side. Now the community side has pros and cons. The pro of having a broadcasting background and building a community is you can kind of get an idea of who you're building for and make sure that everything goes through that filter and you're kind of talking to the same audience all the time because you're trained to do that. The con is when you're doing broadcasting, radio especially, there isn't a lot of feedback. You might do a research study every six months or two years if you're lucky. But other than that, you may talk to listeners when you're out in the community. You may talk to your callers that call in. But you don't do a lot of verbatim back and forth feedback sessions uh, that it just doesn't happen very often. So when you're building a community, you really have to roll up your sleeves and you really have to talk to the people that make up the audience. In broadcasting, you kind of know who you're talking to. I'm for women 35 to 44 that like this style of music. You can generalize a little bit. Community is not. Every single member, every node in your network has a need and as a community organizer, you got to do as much um, as much as you can to get to know as many people as you can. And if you're faking it, even in a community, they can tell. If they're in your community and they know the only reason why you're there is to take their credit card, they can tell. Oh, yeah. They can smell that a mile away. Mm -hmm. And I think you're probably that's probably another difference between an audience and the community. Because the audience is like, that's fine. That's why I came. Right. It's not a big, not a big deal. I'm an audience. I'll pay for this. I'll invest in this. I won't, whatever. But your community is like, now Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our agreement. That's not what we were talking about. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. If you, if you compare your dreams of what you were creating five years ago to what your dreams of creating five years from now, how similar are they? How night and day are they? Like what's the common thread between what you were creating five years ago and what you dream of creating five years from now. Five years ago, I was building somebody else's dream. 
five years from now, my dream will be true. That's the big difference. I mean, before I could be wildly successful, somebody else would have made all the money and it, maybe it would have been great. And I would have been known as the guy that did the thing, but I would not have any ownership of it. Now I am going to build and I'm going to repair the small business support system in the U.S. because it's broken. And entrepreneurs are going out, putting their lives on the line, their families' lives and futures on the line. And there isn't a proper support system to lift them up, to keep them going, to help them survive and thrive. And that's what we're building. There is not an AARP for small business owners in the U.S. There's going to be. It won't be AARP. I'm not that old. But you know what I mean. We're going to have this <laughs> backbone for small business owners that doesn't exist. What does that open up for you specifically, for you, for Abby, for your family? How does that, I mean, realizing that entrepreneurship is what you do mm -hmm. and what she does. But beyond that, what is it, what opens up for you in five years when that's reality that isn't there yet? I enjoy lifting people up. I enjoy helping people see how talented they are and how much more val valuable they are than what they tell themselves. I enjoy helping people achieve what isn't possible right now. And a lot of the times what's holding them back is what's between their ears and what they've always told themselves. And they don't realize they're a legend, right? We share that thought. Right. You do a great job of that as well, reminding people of the gifts they have. So what does that open up for me and Abby? Well, to me, it's a snowball. The bigger it gets, the bigger it gets. The more people I get to help, the more people I get to help and the people that I'm helping get more out of it, right? Our community was not as good as it is now, now that Amber's a part of it, right? right? Every right. new Amber we bring into the group, we get more powerful. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I witnessed one of the coolest things you talk about inspiring and lift people, lifting people up and doing more good in the world. At that retreat, I watched one of the most incredible 45-minute raises of what was it, $10,000, $11,000 mm -hmm. for a local nonprofit. And I have to tell you, from my outside perspective, knowing just a handful of those people, so much of it was because of the story, of the story that you shared, of the story that that nonprofits shared and what they were doing in the world. How do you get to create that with the Pat Miller show that's coming out, this new radio show, this new adventure? How do you get to share those stories as you build this backbone, as you build this and, and expand this community and, and fix what is wrong with small business in the United States? I think part of it How is- How does the story come with that? I think part of it is editorial judgment, trusting my gut that I'll be able to find the stories and the people that need the stage to be lifting up. I think it will be calling out what I see as opportunities and sharing my perspective on things and sharing the stage. The way that the show is formatted right now, I could just talk into the microphone for 45 minutes, but I'm purposely building it as a guest-driven show to have people come on and share their challenges so I can help them solve a problem like our Idea Slams and the Idea Collective. We do a segment called What's Working Right Now, where someone calls in and tells us a change or an upgrade they've made in their business, not so we can pat them on the back. It's so someone that's listening can go, oh, I didn't know that Calendly existed. Oh, I didn't know that that was a thing. And then doing small business celebrations, 
because I believe in the power of abundance and celebration. Because if you look hard enough, all around a small business owner is nothing but problems. Nothing but problems, nothing but fires. And if you're a fireman all day, you're not going to take risk and grow. So we have to, I require everyone in my sphere to stop at least once a week and say, what good happened this week? Because if we don't think about the successes we've had, then we'll stop taking risks. And when we stop taking risks, we're dead. So right. that's what the show format is all about. It's about empowering and lifting it up. And what gets me, what like makes me emotional about doing the show is that, especially because we're going to be on broadcast, when you're on broadcast, you get the opportunity to just run into people, right? You go into a restaurant and they have it on in the background, or you pop into somebody's car and it's just playing. Podcasting, you have to find. It has to be discovered. Broadcasting, can you run into it, right? So right. I'm inspired by the idea that there is a small business owner that's going to hear the show and all of a sudden realize, oh my goodness, I'm not alone anymore. There are people talking about the things that I wish people would talk to me about. And the entire purpose of the community, the entire purpose of the show, everything that I'm doing right now is to reach out and find that entrepreneur and remind them, you're good enough. You don't need to do this alone. Come be a part of what we're building and we'll get further together. That's the whole mission. Oh my goodness. I love that. And thank you. Thank you for creating it. I, ah, uh, not quite the fangirl situation, but yeah, a little bit. Like I, <laughs> I think you're right. I think we are both on very similar paths. I think our visions collide in a really beautiful way. So thank I you. Agree. Thank you. For I that. agree. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to let you go here in a second, but I have one last question because I can't not ask this question. I have to talk to you about your music. Tell me your walk on. Like, I realize you probably, you're going to have themes for your opening and your clothes and your commercials and all those things. But as Mr. Pat Miller takes the stage, what is your walk-on music? Oh, see, someone asked me that a couple of years ago and I had to think about it. But uh, probably, not probably, I think we could probably say definitely, right? I mean, Rush is pretty epic, right? I mean, we can agree that Rush is pretty epic. Oh, yeah, And yeah. their song, Spirit of Radio, that's the one. Because Spirit of Radio has a 43-second post. If you're in the business, you know what that means. And it's just epic. It's just epic. And it sounds, it hits in the right way. It builds enough energy. It lets you come on stage. Spirit of Radio, Rush, no doubt. Oh, I love it. Does that move the butterflies from puke to excitement? Like, is that <laughs> part of that? Like, are, do you still get excited when you take the stage like that? Absolutely. Every single time. Every time you take the stage, there's an opportunity to make an impact with someone. And it's a gift, right? You can talk about oil or gold or electricity. The most valuable commodity in the world right now is attention. And if you get the opportunity to get on stage and have someone's attention, do not squander it. It's a crime to squander someone's attention. So when you get the chance to say something, make it count, don't hold back, tell them what is important to you. And as you say, make an impact, right? That's why you do it. I, we just are gonna have to have our own little chat series. That's what I decided <laughs> just now. Pat, thank you. Thank you so much for your time, for your genius and sharing your world with us. I, for those listening, I, dang. I mean, just thanks. And if you are a small business owner and you're thinking, wow, I just need to find a fabulous community, 
the idea collective is uh, it, it is one of a kind. It really, in a, from a person who spent two years, I spent COVID find, trying to find a network that worked for me. And ta-da. So um, yeah, we'll make sure that all those links and everything else are going to be attached so people can come and find you and enjoy being inspired by you. And the people that you attract, I think, speak so highly of your vision and your purpose. So thank you again. For all those who are listening, be sure you reach out to Pat, check out the Idea Collective, and as always, rock on.